to Coffee and Devotions this Monday morning, June 29th. This is where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids are supposed to wake up, you and I, we get together, we have a little bit of coffee, we pray, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. And then this year, 2020, we'll work through all the Gospels together. Well, this morning we are at, Matthew, or at Mark chapter 10, Mark chapter 10, and we have two stories to look at this morning, so we'll try to move fast. Let's go ahead and have some coffee, pray, and get into God's Word. Well, Lord, we thank you so much for this day. Father, we thank you for the blessing it is to have your word in, in a language that we could understand and the blessing of have it in so many ways. Lord, whether we're watching on here with our physical Bibles or on our phones, Lord, we thank you that you've given us your perfect word. We pray now, Lord, that you would let us believe these words. Let us not just have them in our hands and see them with our eyes, but Lord, they, that they would be sweet to our lips and go deep into our souls. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go ahead and get into God's Word this morning. So, Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 16. Then he arose from there and came to the region of Judea by the other side of the Jordan, and multitudes gathered to him again, and he, as, as he was accustomed, he taught them again. The Pharisees came and asked him, Is it a lawful for a man to divorce his wife? Testing him. He answered and said to them, what did Moses command you? They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and to dismiss her. And Jesus answered and said to them, Because of the hardness of your heart, he wrote you this precept. But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So, when they, so then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. In the house, his disciples also asked him again about the same matter. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. If a woman divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. Then they brought little children to him, that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when the wicked saw, or when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. And he took them up in his arms laid his hands on them, and blessed them. Well, this morning, again, I'm, I'm pleased to have my father-in-law help me out here, so I'm going to go ahead and bring him in. Mr. Spencer, once again, thank you for being willing to kind of look through this with us. So we have two different sections here. Let's just kind of quickly run through. Uh, so verses 1 through, let's see what verse that is. Verses 1 through 12, we have the Pharisees, and they're questioning Jesus. They're trying to test Jesus. Uh, do you think this is out of a pure motive that they have? Uh, not at all. They're trying to trip him up, as they've done many times in the Old Testament. Uh, his view of the Old Testament, and they're trying to see if he, they can uh, get him pitted against it. Okay. Of course, it can't be fulfilled. Okay. Well, we have a whole bunch of ground to cover. So just real quickly, how would you summarize this section in one little sentence. Jesus is calling them back to the law. He's calling them to see what the law's 
motive is and the, mm. the purpose of it. Yes, men's hearts are hard, and that's why we need the law to direct us and, and show us what to do. Okay, okay. So uh, what would you write in the margin of your Bible? If you, if you had to type in just a little one-sentence summary, would you do that? Uh, I think I might, might write something different than Mr. Spencer, and, and that's fine. Uh, I would probably write something like, uh, Jesus gives true instructions on divorce. So uh, I, I might write something like that, but I, that's just how I would remember it differently, but that's fine. What would you underline in your Bible as the best verse to summarize that section? Probably verse 9, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Okay, yeah, that's one of the fun parts of being a pastor is when I actually get to say that in front of everyone. You know, like, hey, none of you guys, don't, don't butt your nose in here, right? Nobody's going to separate this. Good. Um, let's go ahead and go to our, our next section. So uh, the next section is verses 13 through 16. What a beautiful passage this is. How, how would you summarize that passage. One of my favorites because I love children, work with children. <laughs> they're never too young to be taught. And mm. never, we can always bring them to Christ. Yeah. Take them to church. We should be involved. Don't let their age or youthfulness uh, somehow dissuade you from doing that. Yeah. You need to give your all by taking, and he wants them. He's welcoming them. <laughs> Yeah, He's not happy with the apostles at this point. <laughs> yeah, isn't that interesting? The apostles are wanting to like save it for mature people, but they didn't even understand the teaching no. <laughs> in verse in chapter nine. But but here Jesus is saying, "Oh no, hold on! Bring bring the little children, bring the infants to me. Right, right. You know, for such is the kingdom of God." I, what a beautiful passage. We have a, a two-year-old named Ellie. She's got pigtails and she's very loud but very fun. <laughs> but Ellie. Uh, the other day, Olivia was singing Psalm 20, 22 while she was washing dishes. And we just sing this at family devotion each, each, each morning and each evening. And I was surprised because Ellie started finishing the Psalms. So each, each line in the Psalm, she would finish them. And we didn't know that she was paying attention at all. She's only two. And so, indeed, even, even little children are able to latch on and, and, and have joy when we do that. Well, what would you say you were you feel you would be called to do from these two different stories? What are some applications you might think apply to your life? Well, one would be to continue training and teaching little children. Mm. Uh, he takes them up in his arms. He blesses them. Mm. What a picture we have from Isaiah 40 of that, that very scene, the shepherd taking up the lambs and caring for them. We need to see he loves our children. Mm. Okay, good, good. Well, what, what about you? What would you say in, in response to this passage? Is there something that God is calling you to do? Maybe for some of you, this is a difficult thing. Maybe for some of you, you have not been caring for your spouse as you ought. Maybe for some of you, you might have even thought about the word divorce, or you might have gone down that trail of, of even sabotaging your own marriage. Maybe for some of us, we need to repent we need to cling to our spouses and realize that the world and even our own sinful hearts, our hardened hearts, would want to rip apart our own marriage. But that's not the picture that God has for us. What God has joined together, let no man tear asunder. Or for some of you, have you been bringing your children to church? Have you been sharing with them the word? Maybe for some of you, have you been afraid to teach in a Sabbath school class or have been lacking even in doing family devotions? Are you bringing the little ones to Jesus? 
well, I don't want to lay a yoke upon you, but show you the grace that God has, the plan that He has for marriage, the plan that He has for families, even little children, to come into the kingdom of God. Well, may God bless you today and give you peace. Bye.